millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Greetings, listener dear. I'm Tom. I'm Ben. I'm Matthew, and welcome to another fantastic episode of Beef Brothers Cold Cuts with our guest, Hannah George. Hannah George. You might know Hannah George from the hit podcast, Drunk Women Solving Crime, um, which it was the opposite of an idea we had for a podcast, wasn't it? Uh, when we first started out called Drunk Men Committing Crime. <laughs> 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 didn't, didn't go down well. I think didn't the problem was well. recording it for podcast. We were always getting convicted because there was such, such strong evidence against us. Carrying our equipment around, caution, tagging along with the with the, the, the desk. It, it wasn't easy to commit those no. crimes, was it? It was a shocker. But um, but this was a really fun episode. Um, thank you so much to everyone who sent in beefs. If you'd like to send in uh, more beefs, we always need them. We're always recording these Beef Brothers uh, podcasts. Um, send them to beefbrotherspodcast at gmail.com. Beefbrotherspodcast at gmail.com. And a very special... Um, a very special request. We're doing a Beef Brothers Cold Turkey, our Christmas episode. So we need festive beefs from you. Oh, yeah. Same email address. You've got to have them. You've got to have them. Beef Brothers You've Podcast got to have them. at gmail.com. You've got to have them, guys. Get in touch. Christmas Christmas is a wonderful time of the year, don't get me wrong, but also fraught. it is uniquely stressful it's and brings you... It's fraught is the word. It's the most fraughtful time of the year. <laughs> so um, get, 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 get in touch with your specific Christmas beefs. Uh, right, we should crack into this, Let's shouldn't we? It. It's quite a long beast. Um, a totally... Enjoyable beast, but a long one. <laughs> uh, let's get into it. Here we go. Well, if you've got a problem, don't call it a problem. If you've got a problem, call it a beef. If you've got a beef, maybe we can help you. Beef from the sorting out your beef. Hannah, thanks so much for coming on the show. Pleasure. Can we talk? I know this is an audio podcast. Yes. Those, those curtains. Oh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Tell us, tell us about the curtains. We've been in, well, we've not been in lockdown for two years, but the Pando has been here for almost two years and I still yeah. use this as my Zoom background. Absolutely horrible. How often um, do you have to justify your curtains to <laughs> random uh, script meetings? <laughs> do you know what? People kind of, I think they grow to love them, but um, they were my, yeah, my boyfriend's mum gave them to us when we moved in. And I, I just can't be fucked with like soft furnishings and stuff. I'm just like they're free, aren't they? And they're there. I'm with so. you on that. It's such a it's such a ball ache to to order yeah. curtains and have them fitted. And then when once someone comes around and measures up, and they go, oh yeah, yeah, a couple of curtains that'll be one and a half grand. And you're like, I tell you what, I'll yeah. just keep I'll just keep the ones that are sort of a little right, bit too short they, for the window and not really the they pattern keep I wanted. The light out. Exactly, yeah. they're doing they're doing their job. Exactly. I think what I think what we really need to do for you, Hannah, is we need to garden state you. You need to, what we need to do is try and find a jumper of the exact same pattern <laughs> that we can get you for Christmas, because that will be Zoom gold every time. It was, every it was certainly reference gold. I'll give you that much. <laughs> I was wondering what it was, what it was going to be. We're going to play you the shins and be pompous about it. <laughs> but um, yeah, I like the idea of that. I mean, you know. It's it's. I don't know where that where that fabric is. Does Laura Ashley still exist? Is it, are they still are they still Laura? No, I'm trying to work out how we could get more of it for for Hannah. Yeah, to... do you know what I um. I was just trying to look as if they had a make on them. Oh, they're actually Gucci. Uh, just looking for the label. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, well that. They're great anyway, and we love them. And thank you for coming on the show. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me, guys. That was really great. You've been listening to Curtain Watch. Um, we will be back next week when we look at someone else's curtains. Um, and remember, guys, pull yourself together. Um, that isn't quite right, is it? It's all right. It was something. It was, I was going for that doctor-doctor joke. I feel like a pair of curtains. Absolutely. Pull yourself together. Well, it's and then, okay, uh, it does but work. But doctor, I am a pair of curtains. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, a curtain show would be good on Twitch, and you could call it yes. the curtain twitches. The curtain yes. twitches. Love it. Get on. Yeah. It's a Twitch chat show. You interview famous people in front of their favourite set of curtains. It's not a bad idea, actually, I mean, Tom. I've had worse. I've had yeah. worse. I mean, we're, we're doing one of the worst ones, yeah. <laughs> what, what about celebrities who used to be famous for having curtains as well? Sean oh, Maguire, Posh yes. Spice, to name the big two. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what, though? They're, they're coming back. What, Sean Maguire and Posh Spice? Well, yeah, they've, they've, got a, they've done a single together. No, uh, they, but the, the curtains are coming back. Like, this is... This is quite weird, but occasionally we'll be, uh, I'll be driving along with my wife and um, I'll point to a kid of, say, like 17, 18. Actually, no, probably, probably younger than that, more like 16, 17. And I would say, that is a kid who would be very fanciable in the 90s. And it would, they'll, mm. they'll always have the curtain what? haircut. Do you, know what I'm, do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> you're driving around, poking it, poking it, pointing at kids. Plucky, saying... are you all right, mate? Are you okay? Have you had a, has this information given you a stroke? Because let me just stress this. I'm not driving around the area porking kids. Can I just very, very early on say that that is not what I do? I will drive around That the isn't e- what Curtain Twitches is about, guys. Okay? <laughs> Listen, here at Curtain Twitches, we got nothing to do with porking kids, all right? <laughs> Let's get that rumour. Let's quash, get that rumour to bed straight away. Let's, well, let's, let's not use close the, the curtains. Close let's the curtains on that straight away. Um, Look, Sean McGuire's pulled out, guys. Okay, he's, <laughs> the he, he's no longer interested in being in curtain twitches. Let's let's move on from that and let's. Uh, <laughs> I thought. I mean, I was gonna. I, I thought that would would. I thought that would inspire a bit more chat. But you know what it's done is it's really it's really. We've got it's got, you've got your flaming torches out for me now. Do you, know what I, do you know what I mean? Like the kind of kid who would have done well back when I was at, back when I was at school. He would have been yeah, the popular so, kid. I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. So yeah. It it's all kind of cyclical, isn't it? Things come around. Exactly. You you, you know it's lucky that that look is coming back into fashion because there must have been kids who looked like that through every era. I think curtains are very deliberate though, aren't they? As a hairstyle. It depends. Yeah, it's hot. If you've got- Do you a, naturally you... have curtains? I don't think you do, do you? I mean, I don't I see any toddlers with didn't. curtains. <laughs> and that, until my toddler gets old enough, and then we're definitely gonna go for that now. <laughs> the cool toddler in school. Don't One let Matthew few... anywhere near it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a sucker for an undercut, let worry. me tell you that. <laughs> Um, that's a good. It's a good point, isn't it? The, the hair doesn't naturally fall. Like, what about if you? Is, it, I'm trying to think. If you've got a double crown, is curtains a way that it's going to go? You know, like people have got the double crown. They've, they've got. Uh, I've got it. Oh yeah. You know, you've got. Uh, you, you, it's hard to part your hair because your hair kind of wants to. It's like you know when you're on the on the beach and you see waves crashing against each other. That's what my hair wants to do. You've, you've got a riptide. <laughs> I've got a riptide. <laughs> my hair is, is blue juice. <laughs> <laughs> Another gorgeous reference to all those 90s kids out there. Speaking of blue juice, I guess next week on Curtis Witches will be Sean Pertwee. So please... G- <laughs> my, uh, my friend tr- um, gave his pubes curtains once. No. Yeah, he split them in the middle... Because yeah. he he thought it would be an interesting thing to try, sure. Um, and they've never gone back. He's always had a line in the middle of his pubes. Oh my wow. god! The wind changed. <laughs> oh no! So he's just got his dick hanging out of like curtains. His dick must look like a member of the Inspiral Carpets. That's amazing. What a, what a look to have. Just like a, it must be like. Has he ever put like a tiny pair of sunglasses on his knob? So I to mean, give his. He tried to. He, he gave his his pubes uh, curtains. Of course, he's of course put he's, some done kind of, <laughs> he's done it. Some kind of specs he's only on human. <laughs> How did you hear this information? How did he? How did he present it to you? <laughs> <laughs> I now declare these curtains open. <laughs> he, he was Don't right cut outside the your window in the morning. <laughs> How did you find out? Do you know what? I've never seen them, but he readily told me. Uh, I think it was the first day of uni. I just met this guy, and he was just like. Can I show you something? <laughs> and that's what he told me. Yeah, I guess you have, you've got to have a thing when you start. Yeah, you've yeah. got to have a thing when you start uni, and so you know you, you oh, certainly picked a, a memorable right. one. I'd have hung out with that dude. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, yeah, because 
Of course, of course you, you, you have no pubes. So it'd be like, it'd be a real good cop, bad cop situation, real buddy movie. An entirely hairless man and a guy who can part his own pubes. Um, so, well, there's no, there's no easy transition after that conversation, but what kind of a flatmate are you? Oh. <laughs> um, um, do you know what I think? I think I, I think I'm all right. I think like in terms of like a disposition, I think my day to day disposition is quite uh, quite jolly, quite sunny. So I kind of think I might be quite a good flatmate, but I also might be the fucking worst. I don't know because <laughs> it's like it can go either way. People that are too kind of like, oh, this is nice, isn't it? It's better not to ask, isn't it? You know, like I think if you're really, really bad, you'll find out if people yeah. are bothered by you. Are you laid back about space, about order, about tidiness? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We both are as well. So I live with my fiance, and we're both like um, couldn't give a shit what it looks like. So it's well, kind we've of... seen your curtains. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but genuinely, yeah, that's kind of the vibe for the whole flat. Is that it's. I don't know, it's, it's that thing of, of just certainly over lockdown because no one was coming around. We used to do a nice big tidy up just as, uh, as someone was coming around in the before times. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, for a, a, a good year, we were kind of like, how far can we push this? <laughs> <laughs> as long as like the front door hallway area is tidy for the Amazon guy, you're fine really, aren't you? Exactly. It's like, it's like the acceptable bit of the house to look a bit neat, and the rest the, can just be famously. Chaos. It's the middle parting of the house, isn't it? You know, always <laughs> the hallway. The hallway. <laughs> Crosby's got two hallways. <laughs> Pretty well for himself. Can I ask one final question? And I, I, I'm sure you won't know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Hannah, was he straightening the hair? <laughs> Do you know that's a really good? That's a really good. I know there was a comb involved. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm imagining a Nick comb. It's going to have to be something. It's going to be a fine tooth comb, certainly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. Or, or he's Moses. <laughs> he Very just puts nice. his arms to one side and his pubes pass. <laughs> Let my penis go. <laughs> Was the Pharaoh holding on to it? <laughs> something else about the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah, we are, we are a, 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 a gang of old Crizos as well. You've got to realise that about us. Um, so, what's your what's your partner like? What's your fiance like as, as a flatmate? You you say you're you're of a sunny dis- disposition, but you don't really care what the flat looks like. He's he also doesn't care what the flat looks like. But is he like a, a yin to your yang? No, I think we're kind of like that's sort of the problem in a way, isn't it? Sometimes you need the really really tidy one, and then the kind of slightly messy one. He's tidier yeah. than me, but um, we both kind of. You know, if the washing up's not done immediately, no one really gives a shit. Um, which is nice because if I really cared about it and he didn't, then it would be annoying, or the other way around. Um, so overall, I think like maybe that's why I have a sunny disposition though. It's kind of like it's chaos and I don't care. But that's great. <laughs> that's that's the dream, isn't it? To to yeah. find a situation where you're like, oh, I've. I've you know, I was going to use the phrase I've given up, but I'm not given up is not the right phrase. But, you know, like, I've let go of those things that, re- that can actually sort of, you know, drive people insane, as we're going to find out as we start reading the beefs that our, our listeners have sent us. But those things can, you know, tiny things can really bother you. But if you're in utter chaos and you love it, brilliant <laughs> yeah and i feel like i've sort of like painted a bad picture now i mean it's not uh, it's not a shit hole it's just like you know i'll um if i t- i'll take a bra off and it will just stay in the room that i've taken the bra off in if you see what i mean i have a kitchen yeah. bra i have a bathroom bra yeah. and then maybe at the end of the week i'll kind of like find them all Herds the bras yeah <laughs> put them straight back into the uh, um chest of drawers as well because nobody no woman knows how like when you're supposed to wash a bra so um, I just pop them straight back in and start the cycle again. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it, if you get something on a bra, you're washing it then. But apart from that, yeah, is it, but is it like is it like you know, back to hair? Do they wash? Do they start washing themselves after a while? If you leave a bra <laughs> for 25 days, does it start to create its own uh, washing do you, system? Do you know what? Probably. I think the, the balcony bra is definitely getting a good airing, so that one's fine. <laughs> I don't think I'd ever wash my bras. Oh, yeah, I don't. I think exactly that. I'd hang yeah. them up for a bit by a window and yeah. then be like, off we go. Exactly. A sports bar, perhaps, because you're sweating, but sort mm. of 
day-to-day as like a, a writer, I don't wear a bra actually, so I don't. Yeah, know. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How much use it really get? And if you've got one in every room, that's yeah, yeah. If the doorbell goes, you just have it close to hand, stick it on. Exactly. Present. Easy. <laughs> I, I, I thought you were sort of work out some sort of elaborate pulley system where you could hook the bra onto the door handle and open the door to the Amazon guy without getting up off the sofa. I thought that's that was the system you were going for. I mean, I will, I will try that now you've, now you've suggested well, it. <laughs> good use for the hallway bra. <laughs> Shall we crack on to some, uh, some beefs? Yes. Harry, yes, do you want please. to do the first one? Oh, we would love to do the first beef, so I'll do it really soon. Oh, <laughs> This is what Tom's doing, holding music now while he finds the beef. There we go. Okay, here we are. We're in. Um, Water beef from Anon via beefbrotherspodcast at gmail.com. Get in touch. Use the Gmail. Thousands do. Um, We are always excited when Anon gets in touch. It's always the key to a juicy beef. They've not put their name to it. Show Anon, yeah. Always hearing from Anon. Hi, pappies and guests. Every night, my wife takes a large glass of water up to bed, which she calls her just-in-case water. This is usually a standard tall glass of water, not quite full pint size, but always full to the top. She is clearly preparing for a hydration emergency that is never likely to transpire. On average, she drinks 0% of this per night. (laughs) Though on the higher consumption evenings, about 20% may be gone. This is a bit of a waste of water. Wait, 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 wait. Can I just, can I just pick up on his yeah. maths there? The average can't be zero if she's occasionally drinking 20%. It's true. On average, she drinks 0% of this per night. Although on the higher <laughs> consumption evenings, about 20% may be gone. Yeah, you, so you on average, take average, 10%. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it depends how often her higher consumption evenings happen. Sure, sure. But it's not zero. I think I think he's trying to make it that she never drinks the water. She rare. I think what he means to say is she rarely drinks the she water drinks the at water. all. Fair, fair. And then sometimes she'll drink about a quarter of it. Yeah. Um, this is a bit of a waste of water, but it's not the main beef point. I use the water on my office plants, but the poor bastards are rapidly getting waterlogged. <laughs> she also usually forgets to bring these downstairs in the morning as well leading to an accumulation of cups on the bedside table that looks like the final scene of Signs. A lovely lovely reference. Anon fits right in. He really does. (laughs) M. Night Shyamalan. (laughs) (laughs) My, My main beef point is that this leads to not enough cups being available in the kitchen. This is a familiar dance, isn't it? Anyway, further now. (laughs) It it is coming into winter time. We have to run a dehumidifier in our bedroom to prevent damp. And I invariably have to empty all of the untouched drinking cups (laughs) before I can turn on the machine. One solution I tried previously was adding one or two cups of water to her collection myself. Until... One day, when there was about six cups, and she finally noticed. It was fun, but didn't offer much in terms of a resolution. Cheers by Anon, in case she's in the room when I listen to this. Right. Well, so, so can I just, just, just for my own sort of uh, clarity of mind here, his solution was... To yeah, fight I'm water just with water. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm trying to get my head around this as well. You read it. You read it as confused as we heard it. So he was like, "Right, if you're going to leave water, I'm going to leave fuckloads of water." Was that he his added, plan? He added one or two cups of water to her collection himself. <laughs> until one day, there was about six cups. So she finally noticed it was fun. <laughs> Doesn't sound that fun. <laughs> it didn't offer much in terms of a resolution. So you kind of added to the problem to make her realise. But what about glass lighting her? Yeah, oh yes, please. Come on, that's my tactic <laughs> with climate change. I'm so like that's what I'm so worried about climate change. I'm such an activist. Like, I just leave my car running. You know, I'm just going to make it really worse just so yeah, until yeah. people can really notice. So the climate starts to change itself, really. 
but like, okay. I thought when he said we got a dehumidifier, that was going to be a solution to the problem. <laughs> just to try and suck all the water, the water out up. of the cup. What I don't um, understand is, I, I take a glass of water to, to bed with me every night. And if you I don't, don't understand that. I, I, really, I really panic. <laughs> I don't understand. What I don't understand is, I always drink that water. Yeah, same. Pretty much... But I, I'm, I, I am a nighttime. I don't want it to brag, but I'm a nighttime sweater. So you do, sweat, you do, do sweat a lot in the nighttime. Yeah. Um, You've got to stop wearing that nighttime sweater. That's why you're so hot. <laughs> um, so, so hang on. So yeah, I here's here's why I don't see a problem here. Anon, I assume you're sharing a bed with your partner, right? And I too enjoy taking a hefty drink to bed with me. I don't get through it in the night, <laughs> but that leaves you with the joy of a morning drink mm. because who doesn't enjoy a, a morning whistle wetting yeah absolutely because that i'd say i'd say you know some of it gets drinking in the night and then most of it yeah in the water in the morning because that's normally you oh, wake what? up parched because you you've sweat all over <laughs> I, I presume it's sweat it doesn't smell like sweat but <laughs> it's very localized <laughs> yeah, yeah sorry hannah are you are you a where, where do you stand on this issue oh mate were you, were you about to ask hannah if she's a nighttime sweater <laughs> no i was going to ask are you are you a are you a water to bed kind of person huge but... water to bed person yeah massively mostly because 90 well 90 percent of the time i will have been drinking and that is yes. good that's, <laughs> you know, that's the trick isn't it it's like you get you come home you're absolutely smashed and you think I'll just take some water to bed. That'll sort me out. Um, yeah. It does yeah. not. But, yeah. but it certainly so does. Like, in the night. Also, I'm a big open-mouthed sleeper in the sense that I will just sleep with my gob wide open. Um, you always like to think that you're sleeping somewhat like a sort of Disney princess, but no, it's... Um, yeah. And I know this because I wake up with, like, the driest mouth every single, you know, every single morning. So, or in the night. So, yeah, big big water drinker but what i would say is the solution is like like water doesn't go off over 24 hours like leave exactly. the fucking same cup for a week if you want like there you go. who is this person that needs fresh water yeah it's uh, yeah. I, 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 this I, fucking I, I, princess but also uh, anon why don't you why don't you chin the water in the morning start it, the day i was gonna start say, the day with the water yeah if you and also making me so, so the beauty of sharing a drink with you i'm like we, t we always take one pint up <gasps> And then between the two of us, in the morning, whatever's left goes, do you know what I mean? But, like, you, you don't have to... You could you could do some of the heavy lifting here. You can drink from that cup yeah, as well. I can't believe between two people and a, a, a room full of pot plants, there isn't... <laughs> one glass is not going to get drunk over, like, a 12-hour period. That's mad. Tom, do you share a glass of water at night with your wife? Yeah, so yeah, we'll, I'll take one pint glass up, yeah. full of water, and then you know, as as Two we straws. drink from it, we'll drink from it, and then if it goes in the middle of the night, top it up in the bathroom. But do you not like? Do you wake her up and go, love, pass me the uh, pass me the water, will you? Like, what side of the bed is this glass of water on? It's normally on her side of the bed, which is by the door, which means I can get it on coming back from uh, nightwees. <laughs> I thought I thought you were going to say I've got one of those. You know, like it's a big version of what the hamster has on the side of the cage. <laughs> you just stick it above the bed, and we can both oh, yeah. lean up to the pipe and have a little suckle. One I... of those hats with the <laughs> oh, the, the, yeah, with the beer hats. <laughs> but they'd have to they'd have to be facing sort of forwards the pint glass would have to be facing forwards to like in, in the direction you, you see and you have to sleep like flat on your back that's how it have to work you just flat on your back two pints on either side of your head i i drink two pints before i go to sleep i don't bring water up i smuggle it i smuggle it to bed in my body two pints yeah i have two pints, two of water. pints before you go to bed two pints like, before i go bang, to bed bang bang Bang, Just, bang, baby. Chin and you both. You don't look like you could fit two pints of water in your body. <laughs> I can't. I'm up all night. So come out your ears. <laughs> I haven't slept. I haven't slept in years. <laughs> I'm just up all night, night though. I'm, I'm constantly pissing, crying anywhere I can expel it from my body. Um, no, I, I don't piss. All night. I, I normally wake up. Uh, I normally wake up once, but sometimes, sometimes it will just like sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll I normally wake up about six a.m. and I'm going to bed about eleven. So if I Chin two pints at 11. That normally takes me through to 6am and I wake up desperate for a wee. And uh, there we go. Do you not go to bed a bit too full of water? 
you know like what? It, yeah, you're sometimes. You're on a waterbed. Sometimes it, it's a little bit jiggly. <laughs> Just yeah. a bit bloaty. <laughs> Not bloaty, but definitely a bit kind of like you know. And also, bit. like that, yeah, like, and also it, it, that for me would rule out the prospect of intimacy. If I'm oh, yeah, if, yeah. if I'm two points in, I'm gonna I'm gonna struggle to be intimate with anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Well, how many options have you got, mate? <laughs> <laughs> how many people are sharing this pint glass? <laughs> what? Have you moved in a commune? <laughs> you live in a kibbutz? <laughs> that's how we do it in Devon. Um, yeah, two points. That's I'm bili- I feel bilious after two off on the back. I don't think I've ever chinned two pints back to back in my entire life. That's Ladies that's and gentlemen, please welcome <laughs> to the microphone. A one-off event you'll never have seen before. Down it. <laughs> no, I'm going to check. We're not going to do that. Um, I, 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 I think the, one of the big points we need to get to here is surely as well, too much drink next to the bed at night is so much better than not enough drink if if yeah. your partner was taking a, a tiny tumbler and uh, which is crosby's nickname uh, if, if he was taking, <laughs> you see my acrobatics routine yeah the tiny tumbler <laughs> hold me closer tiny tumbler um if they were taking a tiny tumbler to bed and having to get up and add to it and stuff like that surely that's a bigger problem yeah, I'd say this. I reckon, as a solution, buy them a nice glass, which is like <laughs> this is this is your bedtime this is your bedtime glass. Sorry, and then it's like, oh, you just use the same bedtime glass because that's your bedtime glass. I don't know right? if that's a nice. I and then know. it's just a dedicated one, and any time it's it's another one or it accumulates, it's like, oh no, use your bedtime glass. That feels like the way you deal with a child. It feels I, a bit like sleeping with the enemy, doesn't it? Where it's like, no, oh, no. controlling. Very controlling, mm, yeah. I, come on, is it, like, is it controlling or is it like a nice gift? To say, no, no, use your special glass. <laughs> it feels controlling, the way you said it as well, Clarky. No, yeah. no. No, well, no, there's I mean, some red flags here, actually. Yeah, I feel like... I feel like don't give it to the plants. If the plants are getting waterlogged, it's right. Give it's, it a pint, it's a pint. It's a pint glass. Start the day drinking a pint of water. You know they do that. Um, was it Volvic that did the fourteen day challenge? If you drink, you know, a bottle of Volvic every single day, you'll you you know you'll feel your life turning around. All the people who hate you won't hate you anymore. That kind of stuff. But um, <laughs> it's actually it. better. It, it's better. It's it's like the equivalent of an energy drink in the morning, having a pint of water first thing. Someone told me once. They, yeah, it was Mister Volvic. <laughs> <laughs> also, like the other thing is that what we'll do in the morning if we haven't drunk our water, of which we have, sure. One glass each, Tom. No big deal. But, um, wow. <laughs> I mean, don't okay. hate me. Sorry, can well, I just ask, Hannah, is everything okay in your relationship? <laughs> this separate glasses thing, that, that seems like a worry. Starts with separate glasses, finishes yeah. with separate lives. <laughs> but um, what we'll do is we'll, we'll pour it into the kettle in the morning and make it into tea. Lovely. That's You're boiling good. it, so yeah, of course. It's, that, that works good. perfectly. This is it. These poor... These poor cactuses that are getting too much uh, water yeah just give it back to yourself can i just request though when you do that you could say uh come on use your tea water <laughs> something, like, something like that be nice like it would be nice to say that wouldn't it <laughs> yes. can i also flag up this whole he has to empty all the cups before he turns his dehumidifier on that's not a thing is it um do you I imagine to- it's gonna be getting a bit of that but i don't think at the expense of anything like, else if you've got a fucking goldfish you, it's not like oh i better not turn my dehumidifier on else i'll kill old johnny <laughs> gills em- or whatever an empty tank with what looks like a sun-dried tomato at the bottom dehumidifier. i mean it will eventually won't it will, will over time but no dehumidifier's job is it takes 
water out of air moisture out the so air it bring, yeah no, it brings the air in and blows the air out and as it does it it takes the it doesn't suck fucking water out of a glass <laughs> it, would, it would kill you <laughs> the body's the body's like what is it 70 percent water you'd all like, die yours is 90 percent water well, it's, yeah currently yeah yeah <laughs> it's just like a t- whole two pints crossbow uh, <laughs> if i wring my hands water comes out it's mad <laughs> <laughs> but like I think I think that like I think he's slightly uh, misinterpreting the strength or the f- the actual feature of a dehumidifier and what it does. I love that though. It feels like you know when you ha- like a couple's argument where he's gone you have to move those cups and she's like, "Well, no, it's fine. They're there. They're, they're not hurting anyone." And he's like, "The fucking and then the first thing he saw was the dehumidifier." And he's just like, <laughs> the dehumidifier think about that it's confused like, yeah <laughs> <laughs> like if, if you've got if, if you pour yourself a pint you get then you go to the loo and then you come back you're not gonna have like half a pint gone and be like oh the bloody dehumidifier <laughs> <laughs> it's chinned half my pint it's like that's not how it works. humidifier's there sorry do you want that mate <laughs> sorry, sorry. absolutely parched <laughs> It's like when I went for that meal with you, Crosby. <laughs> Real power play. Um, anyway. The other um, thing I was going to say, the other thing you could yeah. do, and again, this is... This I've really is, enjoyed this beef. It's a good beef, man. It, good, this this is a little underhand. A beef, um, but I would say over-season your food. The other thing you can do is over-season the food... So, you know, in the way that, like, the, the reason they sell crisps and peanuts in bars is to make people drink more. And, that, you know, often uh, often uh, pub food is going to be a bit saltier because they want you to, you know, they, they make the money on the drinks. Um, but uh, that's what you've you got to do. Just, I'm not, I'm not saying kill this person, but a little <laughs> bit of extra salt, a little bit of extra salt, just to... <laughs> You know, before you You've go to come bed. from the bigger goldfish to a slug. <laughs> Sorry, Hannah. Can I can I just check? Is this a is this another red flag? I mean, uh, huge, huge. <laughs> Who doesn't like salt though? Salt's lovely. It's delicious. <laughs> it is. It is delicious. But uh, you have to be the careful. The more salt it, I you? give you, the more you'll need the bedtime cup that I bought. <laughs> <for> you, <okay? laughs> it's like a really mild version of Phantom Thread. <laughs> She's just cooking for him, not poison mushrooms. Just a lot of sodium <laughs> it is a good way to slowly kill someone though i would say is i mean very slowly kill someone is what to... a dehumidifier <laughs> <laughs> a lot of salt night. crank up the dehumidifier just wait wake up next to a sarcophagus just wake up next to a mummy just, just completely completely devoid of moisture <laughs> I think we've just written an episode of Midsummer Murders there. Somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Um, uh, well, anyway. Great. Take your pick out of those, but mostly drink more water. Drink, have a nice morning drink, the end. Beef salt. From the sorting out your beef Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. So this is Hairy Beef from John via beefbrotherspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, use the email. Please <laughs> just, do. No, thank do. you. This is, this is important that people do this, you know. Hey, join the Patreon. Really um, do all the stuff that they toast to do. Um, thank you, Hannah. Big fan <laughs> well, of great. the puppy's legacy. In brackets, even gave bad adults a try. 
Can we stop there? Firstly, mm. Legacy suggests we're dead. <laughs> and secondly, even Game Battles to Try doesn't doesn't mean it's not like watched it and enjoyed it. It's like watched half an episode, couldn't stomach it, but I love you guys. Anyway, yeah. thanks no, so much, mate. Two ellipses after that as well. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. couldn't bring himself to write a third. Brutal. Brutal. Um, but first time writer, I'm writing in with a hairy beef. I live in NYC and have worked on Wall Street for a few years now. Ooh, fancy that. Uh, which I'm sure gives you an idea of my mostly type A particular personality. I don't know personality types by, by number, but I'm guessing A for alpha. Um, I thought it was alcoholic, but no, it's not. <laughs> I mean, also, Wall Street, it could be, yeah. Um, <laughs> Do you know what? I Googled it. I did Google it because when I was reading this earlier, oh, yeah. I thought, I don't know what that means. And I'm absolutely... Th- I did throw you guys under the bus to just be like, I wonder if any of them know. But it just means basically workaholic, I think, that kind of thing. Uh, right, okay. High achieving, sort of, I think. Guilty as charged. Yeah. <laughs> type, type, type A of the group. There's a reason I didn't know what that meant. <laughs> <laughs> and my roommate was also in a similar line of work when we started living together. But the work from home quarantine life convinced him to hang up the tie and enrol in culinary school. Oh, good for him. But no better time to get into hospitality than the middle of a pandemic, right? <laughs> While living with a chef has a number of perks, a fridge full of unique foods, restaurant recommendations, and hopefully discounts at the Michelin-star restaurant he will work at after graduating, having a culinary roommate may not be all it's cracked up to. Since starting school, there have been some changes to his look um, in the embrace of his inner Guy Fieri, including the addition of... £35. It's not fat shame, guy. No. Um, donning non-slip shoes in public. Okay, this guy's a prick, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to fat shame, but we will shoe shame. <laughs> Smelling like garlic. Um, and trading in the high and tight gelled haircut for a man bun. <sighs> okay. All right. I feel like he's put those details in. I don't I, I'm not sure they're going to have any relation to what he's going to you know the actual beef itself but just to kind of create an image in our minds of a person yeah. we, we might not like I like Guy Fieri I mean he doesn't have a man bun the, the, the <laughs> Guy, Guy Fieri I think the main thing I think of when I see think of Guy Fieri is the he's got like kind of frosted tips hasn't he he's got that frosted yeah. tips haircut and uh, a shirt a black shirt with like red flames licking up towards his chest <laughs> Yeah. And if he's gone for either if he's gone for either of those things, I would have been all in on your roommate. <laughs> where, where am I gonna have seen Guy Fieri? Um Diners, Drive-ins and Dives. That that's it that's his show, yeah. Yeah. Um And I always wonder because he's like Guy Fieri, but he always pronounces it Guy Fieri. And I'm always like no, Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri. And I'm always, I, and I don't know. So I went with it because I wanted people to subconsciously know that I watch that every fucking night at Diners, Drive-ins and Dives on the that, network. Does he, does he not pronounce it like that? Because he's normally got like Half a chicken wing in his mouth. <laughs> he's, he's halfway through a corn dog and he can't be bothered to enunciate his own name. Um, is, um, he a, is he a chef? Yes. Yeah. And he goes and just like, basically, basically, if you want to watch like cheese melting, watch that show because that's all it is. It's just lots Great. of cheese. It's, it's, it's a bit man versus food, isn't it? But less, less kind of, uh, he, I, he watch me eat a load of stuff. Yeah, it's on like after Man vs. Food on the Food Network about midnight, <laughs> but <laughs> really into it. Um, so John goes on to say, um, this is all well and good, but the accompanying lifestyle adjustments are starting to clash with my uptight personality. Mm. So type A obviously means uptight, uptight as well. as well, yeah. Um, a constant collection of dishes in the sink. Apparently chefs are too good to do their own dishes. Random Oof. foods rotting in the fridge. And the worst of all, long hair left in the shower drain. <laughs> so this is where the man bun comes oh, in. Oh, yeah, I was wrong. Yeah. I was wrong. Yeah. Um, while he might not mind standing in two inches of water while showering or the bathtub walls getting discoloured due to the clogged drain pulling out wads of someone else's hairballs. Is that what they're called? <laughs> <laughs> in bracket and whatever else is hiding in them it's yeah. starting to drive me mad capital letters I've tried the immediate reminders nice passive aggressive comments and texts 
but I've resorted <laughs> to leaving his hair remnants visibly on the shelf he stores his bathing supplies as hopefully a more salient example of my frustrations. Oof. To his... <laughs> I love that, like it's kind of a... um. I don't know, like an animal he's killed that he's kind of made yeah. into a wall. He's just yeah. putting some scabby. I mean, Other people, oh, someone else's hair is a tough thing to have to deal oh, with. Oh yeah, and mm, someone else's is. wet hair is yeah. And, and like I, I have to deal with the wet hair of the one I love, and it's a struggle. Yeah. Matthew, so to deal which with one someone. is that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I should I should blow dry my hair before I come to bed. Really, that's what I should do. <laughs> you need to get a dehumidifier. <laughs> yeah. You need to because it's sopping wet like the rest of you. <laughs> um, John finishes this to say, to his credit, he has got s- he has got significantly better over the past few months. But short of showering with him to ensure he removes his balls of oh, hair after every. <laughs> this is where up. it's all going well it feels like we're all Edward scissor handing the bun in the middle of the night which I'm assuming Ooh. means cut off I don't know yeah. <laughs> um, I'm running out of ideas that is why I came to you Pappy's brothers and Professor Corsham for those of us who live with otherwise awesome long haired flatmates what can I do to save my drain and my brain right Hannah You've got uh, you've got lengthy hair. What's your mm. what's your partner rocking? Um, a skin biscuit. Really? Uh, he <laughs> <laughs> on top. <laughs> so there's no way there's no way you can go. Oh, this is yours. This might be yours. It's always going to be yours. Yeah, it's I love the awesome. phrase skin biscuit. Skin, I've never heard it before, and I love it. It's horrible, isn't it? Um, it's <laughs> and quite hurtful. So I, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to be credited as a, as a non? We can do that. For yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you put this episode out as a non? Thank you. Um, oh, I can. I can tell you more things now. Um, no. Um, yeah. I. The way I deal with it is, but I quite like this. Is a bit disgusting, really. Is that I quite like sort of going into the drain after my hair and pulling it out and getting yeah. a big bit. I quite like that. I find that quite satisfying. It's one of those. Yeah, it's yeah, a bit I like do, sort I do of as well. Dr. Pimple Popper, but with your own hair with bits of conditioner in it. It stinks as well, but it's quite fun. Yeah. yeah I, I, I mean, I, again, I agree with your own hair. And I remember, I still remember it back in the day, but <laughs> someone else's hair. It's like smelling, you know, it's like smelling farts and stuff like that. When it's your own, there's a real satisfaction to it. But when it, when it's someone else's hair... It's a different. It feels like something from a horror film. Feels like it could clamp you on the wrist and come all the way up your body and. But here's take the situation I'm in. It's uh, we we both have long hair. Charlie has long hair and I have long hair. So when I'm pulling it out, it's like something that we made together. It's quite <laughs> moved. I'm actually quite moved to tears when I see I, what we've that, done. That sounds more like a horror film than what we Tom were. just described. To be honest, your hair child. Yeah, Charlie, we've made another baby. But yeah, no, I, I, t- I totally get it. If it was, um, if it was somebody else's, and especially somebody else's who is your flatmate, there's no reason for you to you putting it out. Now, is there a very simple solution to this with one of those little sieves that you stick mm. into your plug hole? Is that? A th- I mean, is that can't purely be a, a, a British thing? They must exist in the in the United States of America surely. as well, and surely they've made their way all the way to NYC, uh, the Big Apple. But um, <laughs> the, the, a little the little sieve that you can you can put them in your your sink in the in the, in the kitchen or in the um, in the bathroom, and it catches all the detritus before it has to clog. Cause it's to stop the, the pipes from clogging up, really, isn't it? Catches mm. all the detritus, and then you've got a lovely little bowl that you can carry by the by the rim, and uh, you know pop in a pop in a pan. A little bit of oil, a little bit of chilli, <laughs> bit of garlic. of salt. Yeah, okay, plenty, of, plenty of salt. And it's a and real a little Guy Fieri treat. I've got, I've got a slightly more sophisticated solution, if you oh, want, should you ah, want. Let's, yes, let's please. Finally, an aristocrat. You send a number of people as customers to whatever establishment he started chefing at and get them to leave a number of complaints about finding hair in the food 
and he will start to get complaints through work, completely separate from you. That clearly, he's not managing his this man burn hair situation. Well, no matter something's happening, and mm. he'll be because it will threaten his chefdom, his new passion in life. It'll be a matter of weeks. He'll have shaved it off. And You're he'll forcing have gone him into skin biscuit. Skin biscuit. <laughs> he'd have gone full skin biscuit. He's got to go skin biscuit. <laughs> oh, mate, that's good. It's normally not a choice you make for yourself, Lat. So, uh... is is that sh- surely that's more red flag than buying someone a glass, right? <laughs> Do you know? What? <laughs> so far, like, not, the advice you guys in, give. They're not in a relationship, are they? <laughs> you can't gaslight people. You're not in a relationship with Clarky. <laughs> And by the way, I think you're nuts. <laughs> <laughs> For even suggesting that. Um, so I think, you know, that's that's kind of like, that that could be an angle to go at. Here's the thing, he's still at school though, isn't he? He's not, you've still got to, you've got to play out that time until he gets a proper job. Are we not going to have our, 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 our poor friend John going insane before that happens? Can you complain about it in the house? Can you say, look, I'm getting, there's, there's, you know, like, I'm finding it, like, in the food, elsewhere. Does that... I had another idea. Yeah, go on, go on. You know, like in train spotting when Renton is going cold turkey and the baby walks across the ceiling? <laughs> yeah. You could do, like a, like, a little puppet that's like a little man bun puppet and start appearing to him head. at night. Yeah. Like, as, like, a vision. <laughs> and, like... And, and like he he gets scared by this kind of like man bun thing that's in his room that talks to him uh caution says it's easier to do drain and blocker I, yeah i mean i guess that <laughs> we could go that way but but there's also like the man bun puppet route yeah, come on, and yeah. you have like this you have like this little man bun character you know like a mr man bun type thing and mm. you kind of drip feed into his you know like like into his subconscious. Here's the until thing. Until he's though. too freaked out by the thing that's on his head. Sometimes you I have like a, Mr. Man Bun. I'm going to be. I like Mr. Man Bun. But here's the thing. Sometimes when you have a um, when you have a dream about someone, you wake up and you think you fancy them. What yeah. if this happens to his man bun? What if he sees the man bun in his dreams and starts thinking, actually, maybe I'm in love with my own man bun? Yeah, and he'll grow it long enough that he can fuck it, I guess. This is I don't problem. know a lot about men. But... This is the problem. If What you don't want is a man guess... fucking his own man bun. And that's... Mr. Man bun. But Mr. Man bun will have to, you know, he could say some fucked up shit to him, couldn't he? I mean, maybe, he maybe he loves bad boys. Maybe he loves bad boys. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, These New Yorkers, yeah. they're crazy. Um, Are you thinking in a kind of voodoo doll kind of way, Tom? Like in the sense that maybe every time you pull the hair, it kind of like pulls his hair, and because that could. I mean, I, I mean, I wasn't, but I do like this route. Yeah. It's Make a bit it more the... New Orleans than New York, but I, uh, I'm happy to go down to the bay, baby. Because <laughs> <laughs> literally, my only other suggestion was polyjuice potion. Um, so. <laughs> okay, yeah. What's polyjuice what potion? <laughs> So it's a it's a Harry Potter reference ah, where you, yeah. uh, you can turn into somebody if you have a strand of their hair and you put it in the polyjuice potion. Um, so yeah, what I'm, you could do is you do that and then you appear to him as him and just as fuck himself with him mm. in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> you get into it, you get into the shower with him. He can finally fuck his own man. <laughs> oh, <that's>, we're <laughs> getting into Parry time traveller's wife here and. <laughs> Yeah. Juice potion. Now, what you what you do with the polyjuice potion is you'd replace his mirror, and then you kind of Marx Brothers pretend to be his reflection until he can't really work out which one's leading who, and then you kind of go to the scissors, and he's like, "Oh, I'm going to the scissors now," and then suddenly he's cutting skin off his own him. man bun. <laughs> <And> then <laughs> skin biscuit him. Skin biscuit that motherfucker. You <laughs> Marx Brothers him till he skin biscuits. <laughs> No one expected that to be the, the solution, but beef solved. We were all expecting it was going to be the little sieve, but no. No, no, not the little sieve. You <laughs> Marx Brothers till skin biscuits. <laughs> I can't believe that is the fourth time we've used that solver beef. 
Oh, yeah. It's the catch-all, isn't it? We've got in the same way that we've got to stop saying just break up with them. We can't. We've got to stop saying Mark's brothers till your skin biscuit. Um, <laughs> Clarky, here we go. Uh, this is a beef with my parents from Daniel via beefbrothers at gmail.com. Please do get in touch. Greetings, Tom, Ben, Matthew, and Corsham. I have a beef. I have a beef. I have a beef with my parents. Whenever they finish using a tea towel, they just leave it bunched up on the side, whereas I like to hang it over the oven handle. Classic. <laughs> Given that I only moved back in because of the pandemic, while I sort something else out, Am I entitled to complain or should I just accept it? Cheers, everyone. Bye. Daniel. Well, Clarky would obviously suggest, I've bought you a special tea towel. (laughs) (laughs) Buy your own special tea towel. You can put that one one on the counter. Put the special tea towel on the counter. I would have suggested that, but of course now I'm going to suggest Mark's brother's employees. How much hair have your parents got? Let's get into this. <laughs> um, so, Hannah, as someone who, by your own admission, doesn't mind a little bit of mess, what, what do you like with the tea towel? Is that on the counter? Is that on the floor? Where, where are you keeping your tea towels? I, I maybe throw it over my bra, is what I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of like, I'm, yeah, I'm just... Anyway, no, we do have a little hook. We have a little sort of like a, a little hook for tea towels. And I like, I, sure, I like them to be on there. Um, so I do understand. But also, like, the thing is, when you're a child and you live with your parents, I think you can say, oh, you know, mum, like, th- you know, this is your home. But when you're an adult and you've moved back in, I'm sorry, Daniel, but I feel like you, if they wanted to make love in the living room, you'd have to fucking deal with it. Like, it's yeah. their house now, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You're, I mean... You're their son, but you're a lodger. (laughs) (laughs) Let your parents fuck in the living room, dude. (laughs) Why do you have a problem with it, Daniel? My God. To be honest, if they were fucking in the living room, he'd be a little less bothered about the tea towels, I reckon. (laughs) Beef solved. I know I don't get to say that. No, no, no. You know what? This time you can. Beef solved. Love it. Beef solved. Gosh, this is uh, this makes me <laughs> seem like such a fucking scumbag now. Now that I've I've done the uh, I've done the groundwork about how we live, um, yes. and my my beef is with a, with a mouse, which I realise now is entirely my fault Ooh. that this mouse. Is, uh, <laughs> <laughs> mm, mm. <laughs> Do need to well, reiterate, well, we're well. very clean. I'm I'm just very messy, um, but yeah, there's there well, there was a, a mouse and it, um, it arrived. In my flat through, um, <laughs> I was on the toilet and... Um, <gasps> no. <laughs> no, it didn't, come I- out, it didn't come out of your body, did it? <laughs> Please tell me. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I can't remember. I was drunk, I had, I had, had <laughs> something to drink and um, I was on the toilet and just having a wee, minding my own business when, uh, yeah, this mouse ran from behind oh. my legs. So Awful. Uh, on later discovery, I realised that there was a hole behind the, the toilet where the sort of um, thing goes. So this mouse runs in. I absolutely freak out. I've got my trousers around my ankles. So I run out of the room, forgetting that I have my trousers around my ankles. And I fall over, do a sort of flip midair, ass out. And, um, and Toby's in the other room and he just looks over sees me do this gets up and then just sees this mouse run across me and into the kitchen and away um and literally i have a thing it's called turf toe it's a thing that nfl players get and also women who trip over mice and like i've genuinely like fucked my foot from this no. that I did. No. what yeah what, i did what about turf toe? How do, what is it what does it it's mean it's like nfl players it's sort of when you twist when you push your toe back far enough and it never really recovers oh god oh. so you can yeah. wear those little turned up slippers that pixies wear <laughs> which was my plan all along always you always wanted to exactly that's your dream just in time for christmas I had to go to a podiatrist who told me I had to buy these particular trainers because they were better for support for my feet. And then when I got the trainers, it said on the box, only the best for the athlete. (laughs) (laughs) You don't know me. But my beef is with having a mouse. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you still got the mouse? 
I haven't seen it for a while, um, so I'm not sure it, it is an ongoing beef. Um. Well, and also, when you've made such a spectacular entrance, he's probably he probably knows it's quite hard to top that incident. <laughs> like, to come straight out whilst you're having a piss, make you fall over with your arse out, run over yeah. the top of you and give you turf toe. I, I, yeah. I guess it's kind of like a... Difficult second album syndrome kind of yeah, thing. Well, I like, definitely. Parry, all you... the other mice are going to be holding up tens after that. <laughs> this is it. When when all the mice get together at the end of each day and go, "What did you do today?" Oh, um, you know, housewife on chair, that kind of stuff. It's all kind of sort of standard fare. Uh, when he gets to say, "Yeah, arse over tit, arse out, turf toe." Turf toe. I mean, he's basically arse out, turf toe. Basically, I think I think they would make him an honorary rat. <laughs> They sort of they upgrade you. They go, you know yeah. what, mate? You, yeah. You're no longer you're, mouse. You're too good for us. Yeah, exactly. You are. You're a rat. Um, it's it's a it's it's a tricky one. I, I would say. Do you I mean, a- I guess a question is. Yeah. How can you exert some kind of revenge? Because oh, nice. That like guy. Going. That mm. guy caught you ass out turf toe. How how can you? Twist the tables and, you know, get something back even worse on that mouse. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? He's got a shaved mouse. I don't have to say it, but a shaved mouse is a humiliated mouse, isn't it? Yeah, there's no I mean? way. If he so comes basically, back pink as the day he was born, no way is he being... He's cock of the walk rat. at the moment, yeah. that mouse. He's cock of the side... He's, he's walking along the sideboards like he fucking owns the joint. You <laughs> shave that mouse, then let's see how cocky he is. It's good. Beef solved. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 um, the other thing as well, if you've got a mouse, get a cat. Oh, it's lovely nice. Having a, you know, um, there was a period because because there, there's various things why the, 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 the various reasons why mice can come into your house. Uh, if next doors are having works done or doing anything like that, if any of you are, or if your other flats have moved out and they've got nowhere else to hide. They'll just come into the nearest place. So we got we had works being done next door, and I had a load of boxes in my garage that I moved. And as soon as you move your boxes, that's it. All Full of hiding. cheese, yeah. All, the, all my cheese boxes. <laughs> yeah. They were dairy dunkables. I'll say that much. Yeah. I, I have my cheese boxes <laughs> yeah. in the garage. And, the cheese uh... box, sure. <laughs> <clears throat> but um, but that was a that was a wild like forty eight hour period when I think Cosmo killed about uh, sort of ten or eleven mice um, oh my god or they would or, or she would just break their back and I'd stick them in a Tupperware and chuck them out uh, into the uh, uh, Cosmo's your wife team. right Cosmo's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you sound like a like a WWF tag team yeah. he does the old back breaker you get the Tupperware <laughs> it's yeah, the yeah. back breaker She's into vicious. the Tupperware off yeah. the top Tupperware <laughs> <laughs> Um, but off, yeah. the to- off the top Tupperware buckle. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's the one. Yeah, I don't mind it. <laughs> but, but yeah, the, the, the cat will bring you a lot of pleasure. And also, if it's a good mouser, then you'll never see him again. Always good. Yes. But also, you know what? If you're living in a house that was that was built any time, you know, basically in the last, you know, if it's older than about seventy years old, it's just gonna be mice in it. It's just what it's just what happens, you know. We just have to we have to kind of have to kind of coexist. I'm not hey, kill, I'm not killing the mice. I just I definitely have in my don't house live does. in a new build. Definitely, yeah. Not. We've seen the All right, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just no, but it's apparently these these mice were here uh, before we we are. I mean, we have been here for five years, but um, but oh, they've Scott kind of rights. yeah on and on and off over the years. There's been like a couple of sightings, and everyone in the flats also. But I thought that. Mice only went somewhere that's very clean, but then I realised that's what you tell children that have nits, right? You say they only like clean hair. That's yeah. nothing yeah. to do with mice. No, <laughs> mice love filth. And you have played right into their tiny little grubby paws. <laughs> I'm going to shave all the fuckers. I'm going to get them all. That's what, what you want to do, though, is you want to like, find their little Tom and Jerry style hole in the skirting board and just have a, a, um, like a razor above it. Yeah. You know, just set it on. You know, like, you know, like <clears throat> you just have a razor, just just there. So the second they run out, they'll just, vroomf, you know, like a Tom and Jerry cartoon. Just, uh, just give them the old inverse mohawk and. Uh, or yeah, yeah, or or like Peaky Blinders, 
get get a flat cap and have a razor blade sewn in and then anytime you see them just yes i've been looking it. for a reason to wear a flat cap around the flats there you go <laughs> <laughs> what's the perfect place to wear one um, beef buy, buy one for your buy one for your husband as well. <laughs> Keep his head warm. I'll skin biscuit himself. Yeah, <laughs> Hannah. Yo, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me on. I've learned a lot. <laughs> been a, been I guess a... that's different to I've enjoyed myself. Oh yeah, yeah. specifically the word evocative. Can... Yeah. <laughs> um, often when someone else has been on someone else's podcast they will retweet the tweet about the podcast and have this was so much fun but i would like for you when we tweet about this to go i learned a lot and then the emoji of your choice could be red flags but. do you know what? only two tom has actually been fine so far there was just two red flags there's Tell you still what, that, time that, there's still time <laughs> Do you know what? That, no, is no. A, that is a first, by the way, that, that they've gone. <laughs> you know what? You two are bad, but Tom's fine. Um, but yeah, um, thank you so much for coming on. Um, where can people find your work? Where can people see what you're about? Where can people listen to your podcast? Tell people. Yeah. Um, well, I do a podcast called Drunk Women Solving Crime, which is exactly what it sounds like. It's true crime. And it's uh, we have a, a guest on every week. There's three of us, just like you, but three ladies. And um, we have... Women on every. We've had Ricky Lake on. We've had uh, Catherine Ryan. We've had Jenny Claire. Um, we basically, if they're a female comedian, they've probably been on Drunk Women Solving Crime. Um, so yeah, find us on just everywhere you get your podcasts and that um or come to a live show because we can do those now which is great well check that out wherever you get your podcasts and uh if you're watching uh paddington or waffle the wonder dog look out because i i I mean it's it's mad how much of that stuff i'm watching now that i've got a two and a half year old it's mad how much i'm going oh that was written by johanna that was was written (laughs) by paul doolan or you wrote an episode of waffle didn't you parry I wrote one episode. I was I was in at series one, got one episode out, and I thought, here we go. This is this is gonna be the gift that keeps on giving. And then never never got it. They never got back in touch. <laughs> but I tell you, I think I think it was my mistake. Here's my mistake. Here's my mistake. Yeah, go on. I went on. to the kind of briefing day, and they were chatting away about the show and blah blah blah. And you're supposed to listen and make notes, and then two weeks later, submit your first script. And I submit my first script, and uh, they said. We like it. We've got maybe one big issue with it, which is that um, Waffle never speaks in it. He just says woof. And I was like, <laughs> Waffle can speak. And they were like, yeah, yeah, he, 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 he can talk. We, we covered that quite extensively on the day. And I was like... Poor old Rufus Hound is going, what's this script you sent me? Woof. Like, and so uh, I think they realised that I maybe hadn't been paying full attention on the writing day. Because cause I was completely blindsided by the fact that he was a talking dog. Oh, Whereas I gave him soliloquies. Like, yeah, I really like five episodes back. You no, did that one sorry. episode where... You know when Dot Cotton just did the entire episode herself? That was Waffle, just wandering around the house. The family have gone out, and he's just looking back over his life. The troubles he's had with the neighbour, yeah. (laughs) Whereas my version of that was he just had a piss against the radio and did his shit. And and ate through a bag of chalk. I mean, I don't know. I didn't realise. It really threw me for a loop. So I I kind of realised the writing was on the wall. Yeah. (laughs) Waffle's very evocative of a real dog. (laughs) Oh, great. No, 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 that's the problem. (laughs) What's the matter? Too real for you? (laughs) You're not sorting out your peas! What a treat. What a fun um, treat it was, yeah. What a fun treat it was. It really was. A lovely long um, beast there. A lovely <laughs> long beast. It was. I felt like that, that episode was laden with potential new catchphrases. It was, oh, li- yeah. Linguistically, it felt very fun. It was, it was great. It's a shame we won't uh, remember any of them. It's the sad thing. Well, I think it's... Forgotten them already. Mark's brothers into Skin Biscuit. I think that's that's got to go down for the, that, that's one for the ages. Um, thank you for listening, everybody. Again, don't forget to send us your beefs. 
beefbrotherspodcast at gmail.com. Christmas beefs especially. If you've got any festive beefs, send them in. Uh, also, join the Patreon. Um, if you love uh, uh, Hannah George, and why wouldn't you? If you love that episode, we've got a whole other bonus beef with her over at our Patreon, dropping in a day and a half's time. So, Where we um, drop some absolute bombshells about boy bands. Yeah. Oof. Some real home truths about boy bands. So if you're a fan of boy bands, join the Patreon. <laughs> we are kind of comedy's equivalent of a boy I band. I guess band. we are, yeah. In an, <laughs> not an, our an, words, but I guess we are. An ever-aging, not our words, Tom's words, uh, not our collective words. <laughs> we don't all endorse that sentiment, but Tom does. Um, but, um, but yeah, uh, an ever-aging boy band. But a thank you for ageing along with us. Uh, this is uh, this has been a, a, a fun a fun one to record and uh, hop over to the Patreon if you want even more fun, four quid a month and uh, you can get over two hundred hours worth of extra bonus content. You get it immediately. You don't have to listen to it all. Two hundred hours. That's yeah. a long beast. It's a long That's beast, a long beast mate. baby. That's a long beast. a long beast and no mistake. <laughs> um, all right. Well. Um, as always, an absolute pleasure. Yeah. Uh, today's episode was produced by Emma Corsham. Corsham. Cheers, everyone. Bye. Bye. Don't forget, beefbrotherspodcast at gmail.com, or as Pierre Nivelli might put it, send us your beefs, you whining fucks. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.